Take out your pen and paper and get writing. You're listening to The World Through Words. I'm your host, Julia Summerfield, and today we're going to be talking about world building. If you're new here, this is my show where we talk anything and everything writing. Let's get going. So what is world building? I'm going to just kind of give you like my basic definition and things that I think are, this is a confusing sentence, but things that I think make up world building so that if you're unfamiliar with it, or even if you think you're familiar with it, you might understand some of the layers to world building that even I didn't understand before I started my writer's journey, (laughs) writer's journey before I started writing. So world building is really, really basically the most basic way to say this. What is your world? What does it look like? And what are its issues? Every single world has, it looks like something, it has problems, and somehow that affects the people around it. So when you're building your world, you have to like just write this down or think about it in your head, though it's a lot easier to write it down. It's just like, what's going on in my world? What does it look like? And how is this affecting my character? Because there are elements of your world that will affect your character, even if that's not a main part of the plot. Having more and more details and elements to a book makes it more complex, which will make it more interesting. Having a world that you're familiar with that has these, even if it's just going on in the background, is very crucial to making an exciting and interesting book. Think about all the books you've read or the stuff you know about the world around you. You know, my show is called The World Through Words. Think about what's around you in the world. There are key elements to worlds you can reference here. If you read a book, some books that have really good world building are books like Stardust or The Lord of the Rings is very, very well fleshed out in all means of characters and world. Like consider what those authors have done to develop worlds. They've made rules. They've made conflicts. They've made something about their world that causes issues or environment things that cause issues. If you have a character who's going on a quest, I'm not a huge fan of quest-based books where your character is like... I mean, a lot of trips or quests in novels, but that's something completely different than what I mean here. It's just like those books, you know, the stories where like your character has to get from one place to another and they get to that place and it ends up the whole time they weren't supposed to go there. It's like the whole book is surrounding a quest. It's not just some element of the book is a quest. I don't like those, but if you're writing one of those books, you really have to think about how do locations flow into each other and how is the world affecting my character? Even if you're not writing a quest book, you need to have sort of like some or you might want to have some things about your world that are adding conflict to your character's life. The world is going to be affecting your character. That is going to be getting in their way just like our world does. You know, the weather can mess stuff up. That's all part of world building. Systems are another huge piece of world building. I didn't even think of these as world building. Like I wrote this book and I shared it with one of my friends and she was reading through it. She's like, the world building is so good in this. And I always feel like I'm kind of bad at world building. So I was so confused. I'm like, how is the world building like decent here? I mean, I guess it it really makes sense when you think about it. It's the systems in the world. I had created this world where these people who use magic, like it's not, it's not allowed, it's illegal. And so they have to change their lives to sort of hide the fact that they have powers and can do stuff. And I mean, this is very simple, basic form of what it was. There were a lot of other factors into the world, but a lot of it was systems. I did not use, I, I mean, I stole my world. I 
The book took place in New Jersey and New York City. I did not make a whole new world, but there is still world building. Even if you are taking a world that exists, like the human world, which I really recommend using our world to write a book, it's so much fun. You have to do a lot of research about a place, but you're still doing world building because you are creating different things going on in the world or playing with different things and changing them a lot of the time. Like if you write a book that's alternate reality or something about history has changed, you might still use cities, but you're going to flip them completely. Even if you write a book that takes place in the future, the past, the past will help you out more because there's stuff already going on. But in the future, you're going to have to create changing systems based on what's now in our world and what you think is going to happen in your picture of the future. That's all still world building. World building is anything that impacts and has to do with the environment that your character's in. So political systems is a big one. And you might not want politics in your book, but politics are such a huge thing in the world. Like, I don't know, think about it for a second, how much people talk about politics and how much it's all in your face and how much the media controls things that you see and propaganda and all these different sites and sources that you're looking at. A lot of the time you go anywhere, you're slammed in the face with some different type of something that's somehow political. Our world is constantly revolving around this. So if you make another world, think about that. Think about what's important in our world. Again, my show is the world through words. Go and think about our world and the systems in our world and how you can make that into a new world. An exercise you could do is just sit down and write everything about your country, your world, like stuff that you see commonly in the environment you live in, and then trace it over to a book. Think about how you could change those and how you could change that stuff up to sort of match the environment you're writing. So if you live in America and you're writing about our system, think about how you could translate some of those pieces to your world and then narrow it down. If you're writing about a person who's very far removed, think about what that looks like for you or somebody you know who's super far removed in their everyday life. It's still in your world and in your like every, you still see these things and they still affect you, but you're not directly acting with them or doing anything with them. They're just kind of happening around you. You want stuff going on around your character because it adds detail. That's what world building is. You don't want to be too involved else your book becomes more of a world building book. There's some books that focus too much on the world, too little on the story, but you still want things going on around your characters and sometimes they can even affect your character. You could have a book where part of the world building, the political system, you know, the kingdom is a huge element of what's happening. There's a war going on, all this other stuff that is directly affecting your character. You could have systems like if you're writing mystery book, the police force and how they work and if they're corrupted or not, like whatever you want to come up with in design, that is still going to be affecting your character and that is still part of world building. Now I mentioned going outside and thinking about our world of how to world build. Another good thing to consider instead of just the actual systems is the structure of worlds. If you're making a fantasy-based world, dystopian-based world, some world that is not ours at all. You are designing a completely new world and you need to think about what it looks like. You're going to have to go outside and take a little walk, take a drive and sort of look around and pay attention to parts of the world around you. Watch how land transitions, like how city turns to farm and farm turns to country and like the ocean comes into play. Pay close attention to the transition of one place to another. If you're driving, I recommend doing this. Even if like you go on a road trip with your parents and they're like driving you and you're staring at the window or something, don't sit on your phone. 
put your phone down and watch the way places and landforms transition. It's really interesting because you don't really notice it, but it definitely happens. So when you're writing a book, you can't just keep things all consistent in one area. Stuff will have to be transitioning and you want to pay attention to that. You know, you have a character who lives in the country. How do you write the transition of going from city to city? You can't just have them walking through big empty fields and bam, there's a village. That's not how the world actually works. You should be considering how does this actually look like in the real world? Because that's your best example of what it would probably look like in a book. And if it takes place in the past, look at pictures online. Google it. Just scroll through pictures and videos of what it looked like back then. You need to be able to visualize your world and your environments in your head for them to work. Even if you're not describing it, you do not need to describe every single detail of your world. That's boring. Don't open a book and don't be like, there was a world, there was a character. Like, Don't describe all that. Nobody wants to read that. You should be putting little pieces and elements that do the descriptions for you to build up this world, this place. And really, if you are going to be describing stuff, prioritize key descriptions, interesting things that draw your attention in. It's just like for a character, you don't need to describe a whole character. I don't need to know what color their hair is, what style it was, what clothes they're wearing. Pick one or two things and just highlight them for us. You will be doing the same for a world. One or two things, highlight them. If you're writing short stories, then you might need to be more descriptive if it's like a short story that takes place in one location. But again, you're doing this through details. You don't need to give me the mathematical description of how everything is. Think about details, make it flowy, do comparisons, make it engaging. Use language that really draws the character in and really think think about it. Think about what it would actually look like. If you can't picture stuff in your head very easily or at all, get a piece of paper and draw a map too. You'll see those in books like on the first page if somebody's making up a completely new world or environment there'll be like a map that is there that shows you everything and how it connects and stuff. These are in like a lot of fantasy or books that are made up in worlds that don't exist like the maps. Just do that. Draw yourself a map of your world or your city or your town. Like it doesn't need to be good. I've done this. It helps so much with visualizing where everything is because then you'll know what it looks like. And even if you aren't describing it, you can be consistent. You can't say the character went to her room, which was on the left and then change it later to on the right. Like make sure you're visualizing it. If your character is in a house, draw it out, visualize it, come up with some sort of floor plan, or at least know what it looks like in your head. So you can write it and you're not changing things stuff isn't different or inconsistent when you're world building you need to know your world so if you're making up a whole new world and your character sort of in one generalized location draw a map if they're in two draw two maps draw the connection of how those connect maps are really useful for this and look at maps of different cities there are different structures to cities you know european cities are kind of like a circle compared to american cities they're just kind of like blobs look at pictures of these and flip through maps if you're using our current world but you're doing historical look at old maps you're not going to be drawing your own but you can if you want to but just like flip through old maps i wrote a book where i needed the railway the train tracks and stuff that went through 1930s america a lot of those are closed down now they aren't running anymore I had to flip through old maps that show me railway lines, train times, all of that. You can find it all on the internet. It's your best resource. You can go to a library. That's a bit more difficult, but it's just super easy to look stuff up and sort of come up with these key elements before you start your book. You got to know the details yourself and you're going to know this all 
you know, to your best ability. Building a world should be fun and think about the little details. Again, with little details, another thing when you're drawing your map, you can make street names. You can add all these little elements, name buildings, important places. You don't want to name everything, but if it's important or it plays some role, put a name to it, make it stand out. If you're having your characters go somewhere in a city that already exists, look up locations, go to them yourself if you can to become familiar with them. If you're writing your characters in our world, your best bet is to write them in places you've been because you will actually know them. It doesn't mean you need to write the characters where you live, but if you write them in places that you've been to, it'll be a lot, lot easier for you to write about them. So just consider all these, please, when you're doing world building. I've read books with bad worlds. I've read books where I'm confused about where everything's going on. So just make sure you know where everything is because you won't get lost in your story. That is a one-way ticket to not finishing a book or having a book that you don't like and doesn't work is just when the world building doesn't work right, it doesn't feel good, it, you just can't tell what's going on. Always visualize things. The book is like a movie in your head. Remember that. Try to remember what can I see, what's going on around me, how does the lighting look if you're structuring a world, and think about systems. What systems are in this world? What politics unfortunately are going on in this world what's happening consider all of these and you'll probably get a world that works pretty well and when in doubt go outside use historical information and research your actual world that you live in you have this great resource use it to build your own you know compare and contrast because this is the world through words and you need to be learning how to use your environment to build and structure a whole new one Thank you so much for listening. I'm Julia Summerfield. Again, this is The World Through Words with 88.9 The Bridge. Thank you so much. Goodbye.